we're live. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of I See You Sis, presented by the Girl Code Collective. I am your girl, Ashley Speak, the Purpose Visionary Coach. I said Ashley Speak. It's Ashley Speaks, plural, okay, because I'm speaking. Um, so today I have a very special guest. Y'all hear me say that every time for all my guests because why? They're all special, okay? And they're all dope women doing dope things. And that's what I see you sis is all about. We started this last year at the first annual Girl Code Collective Conference and we honored somebody with the first ever I see you sis award. From there, I said there has to be a way where I can showcase more women doing dope things throughout the year, not just annually at the conference. And boom, we have the episode. So on this episode, we have Tisa Renee joining us, and I'm so excited to chit chat with her. So y'all know the routine. We're going to pray, get into the background, and move forward with this interview. So Father God, we just thank you right now. Oh God, we thank you for waking us up in purpose, on purpose. We thank you for this opportunity that we have to come together and to give you glory. God, I thank you for Tisa. I thank you for her story. I thank you for what you have uh, brought her through, oh God, and what you are walking her into, Father. Father God, we just ask that you would uh, cover this interview, cover this moment, oh God, and may it reach exactly who it needs to reach at the appointed time. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Men. All right. So, my girl, tell us a little bit about yourself before I go into the questions. <laughs> um, first, thank you so much for having me on. You know, I watch these all the time and I'm always the cheerleader in the background, like, yeah, girl, yeah. <laughs> Listen, in the comments, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, to be on is definitely an honor. So, I definitely appreciate you. Um, so I'm Tisa. Hey, y'all. Um, I live in Maryland. I am a mom of two boys, seven, oh, almost 17 and seven. <laughs> Listen, 17 is like clutch of pearls anyway. Jesus. Right, right. Um, I am the founder of We Rise, which is a community for women healing. Um, I launched it in 2021 this year in, uh, in, in the summer. Um, and the community is really about women or for women looking to continue um, on their healing journey. I myself have been through, um, worked through a lot of trauma, um, particularly childhood trauma. Um, so it was really important for me to provide space for women to continue to, um, you know, unpack, uh, you know, the things that hold them back in life, um, whether it be pain, whether it be a mindset, um, things like that, that that are holding them back and stopping them from living the lives that, that they really are empowered to live. Um, so with the rewind, we, oh my gosh, we ride <laughs> community, which stands for we inspire, um, I'm sorry, we restore, inspire, support and empower um, we provide space for women to um, come together and feel supported and to show support through their healing journey. So telling, you know, telling their story, um, gaining knowledge and resources, um, uncovering, you know, the truth about themselves or discovering the truth about themselves um, and empowering them to and, and educating them on, um, you know, things that they may not know um, or things that they may discover along their healing journey and how to um how to empower them to live you know to create the life that they want to live um, right right i think that's powerful not even it's powerful what it stands for but the key word that you said was journey yeah. we think that healing is just this instant moment when it's a collective set of moments like we literally go through a process and sometimes it never really ends like no. you have to continuously uh, be intentional with your healing, with your mindset, with your words, with your actions, and sometimes even constantly overcome um, negative self-talk, old visions and memories and traumatic yeah. things. And I feel like for our community, we, I think I just said this in the other episode too, we don't really identify trauma as trauma. Nope. We identify it as, as life. Yep. It's, it's just how we be like, you strong. Listen, yeah. it's just it's just how it goes. That's just what happens. This is just, you know, we just got to put on our cape and keep it moving. You just got to, that's just, that's just how it is. You know, like you, you see older women talking sometimes in movies. They're like, girl, he just, he just cheating on you. That's just what you got to deal with. Uh, negative. Right. Like, 
you may choose to deal with it because it is a choice. But as for me and my house, oh, we ain't playing them kind of games. So for women, I think it's imperative to understand that there's not this miraculous moment that social media makes us want to believe or, or buy into that things are just instant and you arrive because yeah. we're constantly growing. We're constantly unlearning things that we thought were true. And we could hold on to those things for a long time until you have an epiphany or something happens and you realize like, wait a minute, that's not really right. And I don't have to live that way. Yeah. And I think empowering women to say, you know, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to grow beyond your mama's limitation of you. Yep. It's okay for you to choose to live a different way. It's okay to parent your children a different way. It's okay to actually live the life God created you to live and unapologetically at that. Yes. Because our non-melanated sisters, they ain't making no apologies, bro. Nope. They just living. And, and we, we, no, we always do. Bruh. We always, do. <laughs> we always are. Immediate response is like, I'm sorry. Facts. You, you Facts. haven't noticed like in the grocery store. I noticed this the other day. I was walking in a grocery store with, with Daniel, my son. And I'm like, y'all, we both got sons named Daniel too. But <laughs> I um <laughs> was walking in a grocery store and there was this, this you know, non-melanated sister. And she was pushing a little cart. And Shorty didn't make no like movement at all to get out of my way and i'm just like dog i should have stayed there so she could hit me because <laughs> bruh, i'm not invisible number one number two obviously your legs and limbs work properly so you could go around me like and i, I immediately was like oh sorry mm. and then i thought like ashley what you sorry for bro? Mm. Mm. you're in the same space as her you're occupying the same space why do you feel the need to apologize facts you didn't do nothing wrong and, and that even just, I'm sorry. First of all, I'm not sorry. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Like, yes, you are. We got to reframe it. Like, yep. I apologize instead of I'm sorry because we're speaking that over ourselves and we don't even know it. Yeah. And words are powerful. Words are really powerful. We don't even realize how powerful our words are. Like, yeah, we're literally speaking life or death over the word of God tells us, but we skip over that. We don't realize how literal that is. We are speaking life or death over ourselves every moment of every day we speak. Literally. And it's, I feel like it's the finite things. It's the things that we just overlook like, oh, that's just what it is. Or that's just something I always say. And I feel like we have to disrupt our our routine sometimes and like actually take a minute to be like, yo, is that really my reality? Or is it just my routine? Mm. Come mm. on. Yes. Down. Is it my reality or is it my routine? Yes. I'm really writing it down, y'all. Y'all see that on Instagram. Act like, like you're the first time. Okay. If we could all get into the habit of questioning, like why we do the things we do or say the things we say the things we say, like you're already ahead of the game. We don't. Most of us always run on, we're running on autopilot, particularly women and even more so black women. Like to your point, like black women in general have um women in general um bear so many burdens right but yeah. black women in particular carry the weight of the world on their shoulders right Literally. we are always trying to make space for other people take care of other people not not giving space or time to ourselves right. um and like you said like always apologizing for things that we don't need to be sorry for for things that we yeah. aren't sorry for because we aren't sorry right right like, but we 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 are so black women are so conditioned to run on autopilot and just to be strong and push through. Like we we're so traumatized, we don't even know how traumatized we are. Listen, dysfunction. Yes, and and we're we only focus on that that last part, function, mm -hmm. because we're bred or raised to survive. Yep. And I think that's why it's so imperative. While I'm always talking about thriving, 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 because I don't have to settle for just surviving. My goal is not just to make it from paycheck to paycheck and teach my child to just survive on paycheck to paycheck. Oh, just make it to the next day. You know, like you just hear people saying, oh, all right, finally is Monday. I can't wait till Friday. But yeah. like, all this time in between each day is a new opportunity for something. So if you're always fixated on Friday or you're always fixated on getting through so you can just breathe or something like there is not living. Wrong. You're existing. You're and not living. <laughs> We're not here to just exist. Nope. Like, 
We're here to live a life of purpose. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the generations before us, they were so bound by fear that they didn't take chances. They weren't really supported to do outside of the norm. You know, they were, they were raised to be in a box. This is what you do. You don't cause no ruckus. You don't uh, get out of pocket. You stay in this bubble that was created for you and you just get by head down and move fast. Yep. And our generation is like, oh, no, nah, like, I'm not settling for that. We're not playing that. And they're like, oh, the millennials are disrespectful. No, we know who no. we are. And right. we are not settling for your nonsense. And so it's kind of like bridging the gap between, okay, I can be respectful. I can honor, you know, traditions and elderly and all these other things. But at the end of the day, I don't have to dumb myself down. I don't have to settle. I don't have to accept dysfunction or uh, trauma as a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. And be that strong black woman for everybody because that's exhausting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not fair because then you look up at the end of the day, your life and you're like bro what did I do aside from take care of these kids make other people happy what did I do for me yeah like yeah. it's not selfish to put you first you actually mm-hmm. are supposed to because you're not a supporting role in your life you are the main character main character and that's what happens when you right don't show just, up that's some unlearning you just said right there though that's some what if Martin never showed up Mm-hmm. There would be no Martin. It wouldn't be the show called Martin, but the show was Martin and who was in every scene, regardless if he was Roscoe or if he was Brett, like, um, not Brett, man, if he was uh, Otis, yeah. he was in a scene, yeah. right? Yeah. So how come we don't show up fully committed and ready in every moment, even if they're tough moments? Yeah. Which leads me to my next question. What's one lesson or piece of advice that you've learned or received that has helped you the most? Oh. <sighs> helped me the most. I would have to say, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm give you two. I'm going to give okay. you two. But I really, <laughs> but I, if that really were like overarching themes for me in 2021. Yeah. Um, one, do things that scare the heck out of you do them. If it scares you, it probably means you should be doing it, right? So do things that scare scare you because that's where your growth and your stretching and your greatest opportunities usually come from. Um, And two would be you are are made for a specific reason and a specific people. Um, Mm, That's good. It it don't got to be the whole world, right? Like, and, and honestly, you touching one person's life or you impacting one person's life is a domino effect, right? You're touching really like 20 people's lives from impacting one person's life. But, you know, you may not be this person. You may not speak like this person. You may not, you know, know all the Bible scriptures like this person. You may not, you know, sing like this person or or whatever, but you, you have a gift. You have gifts and you are called, right? You are designed for purpose. You are called to a specific people. Um, mm-hmm. So show up. Listen, I always say if you're not in position, the people assigned to you can't get into position and you holding somebody up. But I feel like a lot of times women are afraid to show up in their authenticity because we're so bullied by like guilt, shame. You can't do that. You can't say that. You can't go over there and talk about this. What if somebody leaks this? What if somebody says this? What if they find out that you used to do this? And it's kind of like, yo, the mess, that's the good stuff. I can relate to somebody yes. who, who used to like rely on weed and, yep. and alcohol to, to get through situations because they didn't want to face reality. You know, I can relate like, yo, your conversation is different when you've been there. Nobody want to talk to somebody who hasn't experienced anything. Right. That's why people don't take kids serious because they ain't experienced much. But in reality, kids have a lot of wisdom. But to the point you haven't lived enough to actually give certain advice on certain things. So if somebody comes to you with a certain issue and you can relate, that person is listening like, oh, wait a minute. They've been where I've been yeah, and they've made it through. <laughs> there, yeah. There's hope for me too. And I think a lot of, a lot of what we're facing right now is a lot of hopelessness, mm. especially given the last year and a half, like, there's a whole lot of hopelessness going around. Like I always say, there's more people infected with fear than it is COVID. Yeah, so facts. We have a lot of people who are really just terrified 
of what if I get it? What's going to happen? What if I do this? What if I go there? What if I bring it back to my kids? What if I, and it's so many what ifs and we're already not in as much control as we want like to think we are in life. That's the problem, yeah. And that's the reality that we face. It's like, I can't control the situation. I have no control over the situation. So what do I do in the midst of this crazy chaos? Mm. And that drives us to have to humble ourselves. Yeah, surrender. Hey. <laughs> Listen, for real. That's like a big thing is saying, yo, like when you come to the end of yourself, it's like, I really can't shoulder this thing on my own. Yes. Like I literally just sent a text message to real yesterday. And I was like, yo, I'm so used to shouldering everything myself mm -hmm. that I really, anything else is kind of foreign. Like I'm used yeah. to making things happen, getting things done, not really disclosing how I feel about it or what I'm really going through. And so it's kind of like, we just go through and exist, like you said earlier. Yep. So when something like we rise comes along and it's like, wait, it's people that look like me and they get it and they're not judging me for it. And I think a big thing about even just this interview today is the fact that we have we rise and girl code at one moment. Yeah. It's not no competition. It's not no. Oh, my sis is doing this. So we can't never come together. Like, no, nope, we support each other wholeheartedly. Yeah. Like yep. for real, with no ulterior motives except yep. for I want to see you win. So how yes. can I help you win? Yep. Period. Facts. And in your call to a certain certain group of people, I'm called to a certain group of people. But when we bring our people together, what happens? An explosion yes. of impact. <laughs> so it's kind of like the enemy would love for me to be like, oh no, Tisa starting this new thing. Like, dang, don't she know I got this? Like, why she ain't just do it? Like, mm -hmm. and that's how he worked with us. So he gets us in the corner isolated and we feel defeated and uh, some people can be looking like dang Tisha just started this group I was thinking about starting like a book club or something but there's no point now because she's doing it so all like what's the point yeah and we talk ourselves out of it yes which yes. is my next question what do you believe is the reason why so many women count themselves out and have you ever counted yourself out oh god yeah <laughs> 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 myself out a lot in life. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna say fear, um, and and not and, and more and not just fear of like not being good enough, right? Fear um, of success we, is real too. About this in our in our in, you know in a group chat, one of the many group chats. Yeah. Um, fear of like being successful, right? Fear of succeeding, and what comes along with that? Oh. Yeah. I'm going to have to be consistent with something. I'm going to have to show up for something. People are going to count on me. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that's, it, it's not just about fear of failure or fear not, not being good enough. Like it, the fear is, it, it goes, goes along into so yeah. many avenues that we fight every day. Like we, we talk about it all the time, like that you still got to push through. Um, so I'm going to say fear and um, I counted myself out. A, like a lot in life like so I knew ever since I was like a little girl right like I was like 14 watching Oprah <laughs> in the house as a teenager right and I, and I used to be like I used to watch Oprah and I used to be like man like I just had a, a really big desire to like really impact people's lives I used to tell everybody like I want to be just like Oprah when I grow older like I just I just want to touch people's lives like I would I've said that my entire life like I just want to impact people's lives but in my mind, right, like it was one, how do I get on a stage? In my mind, I was like, in order in order to impact people's lives, you got to be on a big stage. You got to have 100, 100, 500, 1,000, 5,000 people in your audience to impact people's lives. That's not the case. Right. Um, also, it's that that perfection, like having arrived, like, oh, I got to have it all together, right? I got to yeah. have stopped doing this in order to tell somebody about this or share yeah, gotta, the checklist. Gotta, yeah. Like I got to have it all together and have healed and be completely like, yeah. In order to help somebody. <laughs> and that's, that's just not the case. And telling myself like, you know, also fear of not being good enough, like <clears throat> being like, why would, you know, to your point, like she already doing this, he already doing this. Like, why would people, why people want to listen to me? Like, listen. don't want hear what I got to say. Like, it, it, you know, that, that, that self doubt, um and fear 
held me back for a long, 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 long time. Listen, I listen low key. I want to be on the episode of Super Soul Sunday, giving people these gems. Okay, like <laughs> under the oak tree or whatever magnolia tree that is, whatever greenery that's in her backyard. I'm just like, yo, one day I'm gonna be sitting with Oprah chilling, and it's not even necessarily about it being Oprah. You know, it could be some like connection. It's just about mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. I don't care what nobody say about her. She creates a space. Yes. And it's not just a space for one type of people. And I think that's what's important. But a lot of people discount her for that because you shouldn't be inclusive. You shouldn't do this. And it's like, bro, do you know what heaven's going to look like? Everybody of all colors, all nationalities, all thought processes, like, they're going to be there, bro. Like, you better get used to it now. I don't want to talk about that, though. Listen, the fact that she makes space for people of different thought process, like, because imagine if she just only brought people that look like her, that sounded like her. It would be redundant and boring. Where would the learning happen? Where would learning happen? It would never take place. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's, she does things that people don't expect. And some people don't even respect it, but you can't knock her for creating a space. It's people that have literally have careers and platforms now because she created this space and so it's like to even be in that position where you can put other people on lit like if i don't do nothing else i'm gonna put my girls on facts yeah i'm gonna bring the resource i'm gonna give them the plug i'm gonna make sure they doing what they need to do in position to win not so they can be like oh ash put me on to this i don't care no i ever say my name ever yeah but at the end of the day you Stepping and showing up in your greatness, in your expertise, in your yes. your creative genius, your wheelhouse, your zone of genius—that's what matters, and yes. that's what this whole thing is about. Like bridging the gap and helping other people be in their place. Like you said, we all have a purpose. There's a reason why we're here, and I say it all the time: you can't just walk in the earth. God got to speak you. He got to send you here. So for him to be like, oh. Out of all these eggs and me to be the one that makes it through the process, come on, like for a reason. (laughs) Like, come on. And it's not to struggle and be depressed and have anxiety forever and count myself out and like, oh, this this teen mom, single mother story. Like, we allow statistics and stereotypes to become our identity, and that's not the case. That's just a part of our story. Yeah, that's just the seasoning for the meal. Like it just make me better. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had a kid at 19 and yep. he's dope. <laughs> like, <clears throat> come on. And so and God already knew that it was going to happen. Like he's already made provisions for you, even in the midst of your mess ups, which we forget. We don't acknowledge. Like, listen, the, we can go on about that Let's one. Go ahead and teach it. Because that's the real <laughs> thing. Like he factored in our humanity when he called us to do what we're created to do. Yep. And I think, you know, where people mess up, though, is that they put other people on pedestals that they don't belong on. So we got people on the throne of our heart. That's only a spot for God. And we made people our God. Mm. We've made people our idols. We've put their opinions higher than the word, their opinions higher than God's standard for our lives. And so we bow down to what a person wants, thinks, believes about us. And we got God on the other side, like, but I, I formed you. Yeah. I, you. I called you. I knew that was going to happen. And I wasn't going to turn my back on you. I knew you were going to say I'm your number one. And then the next day roll out because the dude came. Like, I knew <laughs> you were going to ditch me. Like, I knew. And I still called you to do great things in the earth because you're never going to be too far from me. Yep. And we, like we said, we count ourselves out time and time again because, oh, I did this or I did that. There's there's nothing he hasn't seen yet. Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Your strengths, your even your weaknesses, right? The things uh-huh. that the things that we allow uh to speak louder, right? Because like we know our strengths, right? But but a lot of times like our, our weaknesses, right, speak louder to us and hold us back. And yeah. You, we forget that, like, God designed all of that. God designed you, specifically you, just how you are. Your strengths, your weaknesses. Like, he already knew what mistakes you were going to make. He's gonna yeah. make provi- He's already made provisions for you lined up, you know, 
people, places, and things to still bless you in the midst of it all. Like we forget all of that. So when you, when you accept that really like God, when you accept that your identity really is in exactly who God created you to be and you, and that's where you find your identity and you quiet all the other noise, all the other untruths that, 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 uh, that you have heard and listened to your entire life. Like, I think that's where self-love begins. Like, I really mm-hmm. think that's where self-love begins, which is vital to really living and show, showing up for yourself, right? That, like, that's the beginning of being able to show up for yourself in life. Yeah. Dang, we could cut this off right now. That was good. <laughs> that's major. Like, yeah. that's, it's kind of like the undoing. When you come to the end of yourself and you realize, yo, at the end of the day, I have purpose, I have power, yeah. I, I'm called to do something. And, and, you know, a lot of people look at, social media and they feel like I have to have followers. I have to have people like, first of all, why you want followers? Like you, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of responsibility and like followers. You, where are you leading the people to? Come on, come on. Do we even pay attention to that word? You want followers, but where are you leading them to? Like a lot of people are looking at like, I don't want followers because I want sales. So you following somebody who only wants you for your money they don't really care about the end goal or the result of what right. you're getting or what you're facing in life. They just want they uh, cash out to cha-ching. <laughs> like they don't care. And it's like, where are you really leading people? And you know how people just be like, well, it's just social media. It's just for fun. But it's like what you say, what you post impacts people. It affects how they level. think. It affects um, their mindset, their thought processes, these opinions that people just freely decide to just pass on as a hundred percent truth is like dog just just mute okay like your opinion is not factual is your opinion and some people they haven't gotten to that level of maturity where they feel like their mind their thought their their opinions weigh just as much as somebody else's so they discount themselves and hold somebody else to a higher standard because they feel like oh that person has arrived that person has followers that person has influence impact clout and it's like oh well what i have i haven't i haven't made it here yet and i'm here so what i say don't matter or what i've been through doesn't matter like we're looking for that validation Mm. in a a quantity of people instead of a quality of life yes and even outside of ourselves, right? Think about this. Think like, Come how on. crazy is it? How crazy is it that we seek validation? We seek somebody outside of ourselves who didn't create us, who didn't raise us, who doesn't know us at all. Tell us this is okay. <laughs> you are good enough. Yes, this is right. Come like on. somebody outside of ourselves, right? Like. Think about that. Like Crazy. that is wild. That is wild that we seek external validation from people outside of ourselves who know nothing about us, who didn't create us, raise us. They don't know us from the whole no. like legit. Like that's so crazy. So and we crazy. put so much weight on on what they say and how they feel and things like that. And in reality, I, I feel like women just need to know, like, yo, your voice matters. Yes what you, your experiences matter. Like nobody can discount or discredit what you've overcome. No, I remember, uh, I was either listening to something or somewhere. I don't know, but this lady was like, excuse me. I think I was in like a class or something. And this lady was saying how her daughter didn't have a testimony of, Oh, I've, I've overcome, you know, teen pregnancy or drugs or alcohol. Like her testimony was none of that. She didn't experience none of that and so she was like so like is my testimony still valuable Mm. like i didn't experience this depression the anxiety the the um abuse i didn't experience that so like does god like not care as much about me because i didn't experience like the bad stuff like and she was genuinely like trying to figure out like how does this work and the lady was telling her like your testimony is just as important because you're showing God's grace, right? It's showing his provision, his protection. And even though you didn't experience some of the the difficult things that other people had to go through, it doesn't discount your testimony of what you walked through. Yeah. You know, 
And I feel like a lot of times we're comparing our testimonies, we're comparing our lives, our story. And it's not fair because then you start looking at your own life and like, dang, am I even enough? Mm. Am I even worthy of putting these services? Put a lot of us struggle with pricing our products, our yeah. services, because we don't feel like we were worth somebody paying top dollar for this top knowledge that we've acquired. It's factual. Listen. <laughs> and so we'll be like, oh no, I just want to help. I just want to help people, you know, that don't have it. Why? Your prices may inspire somebody to go get it. Mm -hmm. Like people pay for what they want. And to continuously put ourselves on a discount shelf is a disservice. Mm, something we do every day. Listen. Shelf. It's a disservice to God. It's like saying, yo, you made me, you created me, you saved me from danger seen and unseen. You protected me. And I, I made it to another year. I made it to another month. I made it to another day, but I'm still not good enough. Mm, mm -hmm. You 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 got angels having charge over me. I'm still not good enough. Right. Right. You keep waking me up. I'm still not good enough. You keep giving me new ideas, new new ways of seeing things, new visions, new things for how I can create more, but I'm still not good enough. Mm -hmm. And we continuously beat ourselves down for something so simple as just saying, yo, I love you even though you went through them crazy things. Like yep. even though you've endured the tough things, even though you made not so great decisions, even though we we do more pain afflicting on ourselves than Ooh. outside people most time. Absolutely. We are definitely our own worst critic. Absolutely, absolutely. Like one, you're right. We do compare, like we definitely compare our pain to other people's pain and, and use it as a disqualification, right? Be like, oh, well, well, you know, especially in art, like, oh, how many, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Not to get sidetracked, but how many times and I don't know what happened. Oh, it, okay. Did it black out for you? Yeah, for a second. Dang. How many, how many times have we heard or or talked with our families about like, oh, you know, man, this is really hard. I'm going through this. This really hurt me. And yeah. it'd be disqualified by somebody else's trauma, right? Oh, well, your grandmother used to walk to school with no shoes Lit. on and like, <laughs> like or whatever the case is. is. Like, <laughs> like we, but we, but even though, to your point, like we still do it. Oh, wow. My story not like hers or it's not as bad as hers or I feel like I haven't been through much as pain as hers. Like that's like we, we are not in competition with other people's pain or trauma, right? Like how you feel. What you've gone through, your voice, it all matters. We all have a space. We all have yeah. a space. We all have a space. And to occupy, not just yep. to stand yep. and watch. No. Take it up. To Take occupy. it up. All of it. All of it, sis. Because, yes. and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Your ministry could just be in your home. I was just talking to somebody about leadership earlier. I'm like, a lot of women don't even know their leaders and they, they lead their households. Yep, every day. You make decisions. You make sure that there's a schedule, whether you single or not. You making sure that house is running like a well-oiled machine. That's you, sis. <laughs> you go to work. You're doing projects and stuff. That's you. Your influence, how you handle things, your temperament, your attitude, how you speak and respond. It's all a testament of who you are and who you serve. So who? <laughs> so what is your life reflecting like? That's crazy. All right. Next question. Why is community so important to you? Ah, um, because God didn't design us to be alone. Nowhere in the Bible from the beginning of creation, right? Did God ever design? Don't get me wrong. There, there have been, there are moments of solitude which are necessary, very much necessary, and God uses it to you know for for us to connect to yes, him together. on a level right yeah. but god never designed us to be alone he designed us to be in relationship with people and um there is no greater growth that happens in life through relational activity right there when you show up when you're in relationship with people when you're in community with people um you're you're holding a mirror to yourself you're holding a mirror yeah. for them and you know we, we need support and encouragement, right? Like that's where, like, 
a growth a lot of growth can happen when we allow ourselves to to stop particularly black women stop being super eager to be super hyper independent and we allow ourselves to surrender and to trust um trust in god trust in ourselves and trust in other people and we become interdependent right like interdependent mm. god created us to be interdependent like to yeah. realize we need each other <laughs> like, listen we, listen i understand trauma will have you out here thinking you can do it all by yourself but you can't nor do you have to right that like way. that's just not how god created us at all you don't have to come on i listen we're created for community mm-hmm. and in community great things can happen but I feel like a lot of women or a lot of, especially like black women, we're afraid of community because we're afraid to have to be accountable for ourselves. Yeah. Because if I get in a space with you and you start to know me, you're going to call me when I'm slacking. Yes. Yeah. You're going to call me on it. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, bro, that's not you. That's not you. What are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. that's not what we do. Like, and then we have to be accountable to that. Yeah. And so, there's a level of vulnerability it's a level of transparency and even our group chats like them group chats get a little like dang right. Right. Like, all right and that's why i say you always gotta have real friends that can handle your humanity and your divinity and not judge you for none of it because just because i'm saying i'm struggling with anxiety on this day or something like that y'all don't look at me like dang actually ain't really called the minister doesn't like, disqualify you to That's do right. what all these other things she be wanting to do like she over here tripping in the corner acting all crazy and lord like get your girl mm-hmm. like <laughs> there's there's a safe place where we can grow and become and i feel like we've been taking advantage of it so much it's difficult to even let people in yeah it's difficult to sometimes we learn not to trust ourselves because we put ourselves in in situations that didn't end up right we thought somebody was a good person we thought they weren't going to hurt us we thought they were um going to help us become better and grow better and be a part of our lives forever but they betrayed us they hurt us they wronged us and so now it's like dang how can i trust my judgment with people if i keep picking wrong people let me ask you a question is it is it that they betrayed us or that we betrayed ourselves come on like a lot of distrust right a lot of distrust of self comes from not 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 keeping your own word right like not holding your own standards right not setting boundaries not walking away when you know you should have walked away right like spoken expectations yeah like not 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 knowing your core values and what you stand for not standing right we we out here talking about like Kyrie and 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 him not wanting to be vaccinated and all this other stuff like not standing on our own convictions right like all of that is betrayal of self and when you constantly live a life of betraying yourself how do you trust yourself if you're not keeping your own word to yourself well, like that that's part. real so okay so how does somebody rebuild their trust with themselves oh, if they've true. continuously made you know bad decision after bad decision or you know lesson after lesson all right I, i'll start I'll, I'll 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 speak from my own experience um <clears throat> when i finally got serious about my healing journey um one of the times that I was in therapy for a short time, the therapist asked me a question that I literally couldn't answer. She was like, what makes you happy? And you can't say your kid, right? <laughs> Don't say your kid. What makes you happy? I was 25, 26. I literally couldn't give her an answer. I, I And I know this may sound bizarre to some people, but when I tell you I lived a life of, of just on autopilot and survival mode and constantly taking care of other people and putting other people's yeah. needs before my own, you're left with not knowing who you are, what you want, what you like, none of that, right? Um, and I had to like, well, what, ma- what does make me happy? Who am I? What do I like? What do yeah. I need? Like yeah, I want a path of self-discovery, right? Like yeah. legit exploration. Um, and it started with like, okay, if I, if I, if I, what does not betraying myself looks look like, right? In order mm. to identify what not betraying myself looks, looks like I need to identify what it is, uh, what, what authenticity is, what are my core values? What are core, right. core values? A lot of people don't even know what that word means. Right. Like, what, what do I believe in? What do I stand on? What's important to me, right? 
And when I understand what's important to me and what my core values are, I'm then empowered through boundary setting and saying no and other things of making choices that are in alignment with my truth. And my truth is what my core boundaries are and who I am and what I want. And it takes practice. Listen, it's a process. It's a process. (laughs) Every day, every day you got to check yourself. Am I saying yes to this because I'm trying to people please? Or am I saying yes to this because yeah, this is something yeah. that's true? Like it, it's, it, it is a daily, daily process. But the more you practice, the more you, you practice get. it, the, the easier it gets and the better you get at it. That, man, the more you practice, the better it is to uphold your own standards. Yep. And the better you realize, like, dang, I've I've been agreeing to stuff I don't even like. Right. I've been going along with something that ain't even really me. Like I, I just told somebody, I was like, yo, I'm out of alignment, and this ain't even me. Right. Like, yo, how'd I get here? How did? And I then get you start here? thinking, like, okay, I made that decision. I thought it was a good one. I, I made it out of out of fear, Ooh. and a lot of us struggle with fear of being alone. Fear of (laughs) having to face ourselves, our own truth. And then what do we do with that truth? Like, okay, I I see it. I own it. But a lot of us are afraid to even unpack some of that truth. Mm. The weight of the trauma, the weight of what transpired. And then when you get to the root of it, because even if, if you have a garden of things growing, if there's some weeds in the roots, Get entangled with the weeds. The weeds gonna choke the root. Facts. This thing is gonna die. Yep. So what are you connected to that is choking you from actually being free, from actually understanding who you are, from actually living in your purpose and and being unapologetic about it? Most times, it could be the people closest to you. Listen, yeah. the enemy is crafty. He ain't doing nothing new out here. He gonna use your mom. He gonna use whoever got the Anybody. most over you to hold you back and hold you down. So you have to do those. Questions like Jesus said, ask yourself, check in with yourself and and then be okay with changing your mind. If the decision yeah, it's okay. isn't serving you anymore, you're not a slave to nobody. Nobody. Listen, <laughs> you nobody. Live, your life. live your life, period. Yep. That was good to me. All right. So is there anything else you want to share with us about We Rise as we're wrapping up? This cord was touching my ankle and I was finna You was bug. <laughs> <laughs> About to run off. <laughs> no, for real. Whoo. My God. So, I well, actually, yeah. So, Re-Rise, uh, I launched it in the summer and I had a a, heal, a healing circle and, um, and brunch uh, event that went off well, but 2022, we are really going to be doing a lot more and we're going to even be opening up the community to men. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm partnering with a super dope mental health, uh, professional. Her name's Sherry. Um, she is the, the owner of diamond hearted industries. Um, we're going to be having a retreat in 2022, which is going to be super dope. We hope to invite 40. We hope that 48 people, both men and women can make it out um, so the retreat, retreat that's going to be um, for us, uh, and it's going to be a space where we're going to take everybody outside their comfort zone. It's really about um, having, learning how to have really difficult conversations with people you love, knowing how to show up for yourself, knowing how to show up for the people you love, um, yeah. how to have fun, um, normalizing having really difficult conversations, trying to bridge the gap between um black men and black women in our community and trying to uh heal uh the trauma that holds us back from that family unit right that we don't talk about um so we're gonna have like fitness fitness events we're gonna have self-defense classes we're gonna have cooking we're gonna have um some panel discussions so that'll be in april 2022 and we hope to start selling tickets in january um and we're looking to also have a give back event in um in November community give back event in November so a lot more is going to be coming um so um you know the community is for people who's called to you know the community so if you're looking for a space where um of like-minded individuals where you you want to um continue your journey of healing 
growing and evolving. You want to unpack some stuff. You want people, you, you feel like you need people to hold space for you and you want to be able to hold space for yourself. Um, you know, tap in. It's definitely a lot coming in 2022. I am excited about it, y'all. This is going to be fire. So give your um, website, social media handles, all that so that people can find you and know where to get the info and stay tapped in. Yes, ma'am. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to immediately. Uh, I write a lot. (laughs) Um, I call myself a blogger, but I really write. It's not on a website. I write a lot about my own healing journey um, and my relationship with God on Instagram. So uh, my Instagram is Tisa underscore Renee, um, T-E-S-A underscore R-E-N-E-E. Um, and that's my Instagram. I'm not on Facebook because you already know how. Well, maybe y'all don't, but I don't like Facebook. I'm not on it. Don't look at me. Like <laughs> um, my website is uh, tisa-renee.com, and my email address is um, info at tisa-renee.com. So you can catch me, connect with me through any of those channels. Bet it'll be in the episode notes. Um, all that information on how you can. Follow and I'm not gonna say follow. We're gonna say connect. Not just follow, but actually connect because that's what community is about. And um, yeah. like I always say, collaboration breeds growth. So yes. it's imperative to connect with the right people that are doing the right things. All right, as we wrap up, final words of encouragement and anything you want to leave to encourage the people. Um, don't be afraid to be yourself. Uh, don't be afraid to, no, I'm, I'm a, don't be afraid to, well, one, surrender to God, uh, find your identity in God, um, and work on showing up for yourself and living your truth and living, living your truth to me means showing up wholeheartedly as you are, as God designed you strengths, weaknesses and all. And as you show up as yourself, trust me more, you will gravitate and people will gravitate towards you that are for your highest good, right? If you show up as yourself, yeah. people have no no choice. The, the right people will find you as you show up as yourself. That part. Because yeah. they can't find you if you're trying to be somebody else. Nope. <laughs> and they're not going to stay long because they're going to realize you're an imposter. Yep. I think that's what we don't understand. Like, we all have discernment. Now, whether yeah. we're using it or not is on us, but we all have discernment to understand and to see if somebody's a genuine person or not. Yep. And um, to choose you is imperative. You're the only one that's going to advocate for you like you. Yes. You know, like I was in the, um, I went to the ER in September a couple of times, y'all. And when I would see the elderly people, I'd be like, yo, who's advocating for them? Yeah. And I get mad, like legit, I have a whole attitude in there because I'm like, yo, these people can get them a medicine that's not even something they need. Like, you know, they can take advantage. They could like, who's here for them? And then I was in the in the um the waiting room of the ER and I'm just like worried, anxious, all this stuff. And then a sparrow comes in and sits mm. in this open space between the chairs. Like he had like he had a seat. And I'm just like, God, you're funny. And I literally heard, like, if I'm watching him, I'm watching you too. Yeah. And so I feel like we need to understand that we're not in this thing alone. We're not called to do life alone. Nope. And um, it's time for us to show up and to choose ourselves so we can actually occupy all the space mm-hmm. that is assigned to us and do it unapologetically. Absolutely. And don't forget that Bible verse. Like we often forget, like we know this says all the time in the Bible, right? Like love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor, love thy neighbor. We forget the part where it says love thy neighbor as thyself. How are you doing that if you're not loving yourself? It Get out the notion that is selfish, uh, ungodly, whatever the stories that we tell ourselves that, you know, we're not supposed to love ourselves. The, the Bible verse says love thy neighbor as thyself. You got to show up for yourself before you can show up for anybody else. Here you go starting stuff because a lot of people are broken out here and they're loving people at the level of their brokenness. Mm. So they're <laughs> so they're literally breaking people down because they're broken in themselves. Yeah. So that's when we have to look and take take inventory of how we're speaking to people. Yeah. What is the the motive 
of you know how you you even on like reels and TikToks and stuff, you got the ratchet videos of people laying people out, cussing and fussing and stuff like that. It's like, yo, why would you choose to to degrade somebody like that? Like, what is in you that says that that's okay? Mm, yep. Because if that was somebody talking to your child like that, you'd be up in arms. Go off. But it's funny for you to talk to your significant other like that or your cousin like that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. what makes it okay? So, yeah. Listen, this was good to me. I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited that we got to sit down. I'm excited that people, the main theme and even in just like getting to know you, the main, th- mind you, y'all, we met on Clubhouse in like December, January, bro. So it's yeah. like, look at what God can do. And I'm like, wait, where are you in Maryland for real? Like, <laughs> up the street, though, like five minutes up the street. Literally. I'm crazy. like, nobody ever lives here. <laughs> like, most people I, I deal with, they like all across the world. And I'm like, wait, God, you're giving me a sister like here. Like, mm-hmm. I can have it for real for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so bomb. So it's, even in those instances where you have to get outside of yourself and make connections with people, do do the work of just the introduction. Like you yeah. never know what that can be because the person that you're introducing yourself to could have the strength that you need in that moment and vice versa. Like that's how we build community. That's how we grow. So Let's pray, and then we're going to get out your way. So, Father God, we thank you for everything that was said tonight, God. We thank you for just meeting us here, oh God. We thank you for unhardening the hardest of hearts, God, during this time that we have together. I pray, Lord, that somebody hears this and hears you. Father God, I pray that your will will be done in and through us, oh God, and that we will continue to just give you glory, honor, and praise. Father God, we thank you that this uh, video, the the audio, the video will reach exactly who it needs to reach, oh God, and that they will continue to choose themselves, to choose you, and to choose uh, their truth. So, Father God, we just ask that you will cover this, that you will bless it, and that your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Y'all, thank you for watching. I hope y'all share it, comment, like, subscribe, all those good things that we're supposed to say at the end of videos. Um, And remember to unlock your potential and thrive in your purpose. We will see you next time.